Welcome to the 2020 Life Project Podcast. I'm Marcus Thomas, and this is the podcast that explores stories of how this crazy year has impacted people. This episode will explore how a recent Supreme Court decision is affecting the lives of workers. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. And thank you for joining us uh, on the 2020 Life Project. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you for asking. How are you? Good. So tonight we're going to be discussing the Supreme Court case that was ruled on in June. To give our listeners a little background, uh, I'll give a, a little blurb. The Supreme Court ruled that the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex, can be interpreted to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. This is a landmark case that provides long sought after protections for the LGBTQ community. Now, that is what we're gonna be discussing tonight in regards and a few other things, but first, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background on who you are? Um, I'm 28 years old. Um, I graduated from Walsh College. I got a, I received a BBA from there. Um, currently, I'm a store manager at a local pharmacy. Um, that's about it. <laughs> Thanks. So let's jump right into the questions. So when you first heard that the Supreme Court had ruled in the favor of the LGBTQ community, what were your thoughts? Were you shocked? Um, I was actually like, well, it's about time. I mean, we've legally been able to get married for five years, but now of us, now finally we can, you know, we have like rights when it comes to, to work. Like you can't be fired for being gay or lesbian or trans, which is like, it's kind of like, it's about time. And a conservative judge ruled in favor of this case. Now, normally LGBTQ rights are a very liberal ideology. So when I heard it, I was shocked that the Chief Justice ruled in favor of it. What were your thoughts? Well, actually, there was two justices that ruled in favor of it, one of them being the Chief Justice Roberts, who actually never, ever has endorsed gay rights before. And he actually likened it to the the an act that was in 1857 that ruled that black people shouldn't be citizens. So he likened it to that, which I thought was, you know, kind of groundbreaking and astonishing, really. And then Neil Gorsuch, I'm not sure how to say his last name, Gorsuch or Gorsuch? Yeah. um, He was um, appointed by Trump, and he ruled in favor of the the act as well. So that was kind of shocking, actually. And he said it's, quoting him, he said it's impossible to, to discriminate against a person for for being homosexual or trans without discriminating against um, that that individual based on sex, which is protected by the Title VII Civil Rights Act. So that was pretty interesting. It is very interesting. For someone who's so conservative, they're both very, very conservative. So it's just kind of like groundbreaking. Hopefully it resounds with the current administration that we have that, you know, society is moving forward and that you should move along, move forward as well. Definitely. Are there any protections that you think still need to be implemented for the LGBTQ community? Um, well, the current administration has rolled back a lot of 
regulations and rules in regards to the LGBTQ community, such as discriminating against um, gay and lesbian couples who want to adopt. Yeah. Um, it's also defunded like research for the cure on HIV AIDS. Um, and he's also placed a ban on trans- transgender people serving in the military. So I think those are a few areas that definitely need protect- protecting. Why do you think that this is still even a topic of conversation? It's 2020. You would think by now that it would just be accepted. It would just be normal. But it is still so controversial. Do you have any thoughts on why it's still such a controversial topic? Is it because of the Bible, religion? Yeah, it has to do a lot of about that. Well, in in most developed Western countries, it's more accepted, but like around the world, still it's still illegal, and people can be you know fined, imprisoned, or even put to death for homosexual acts. So that's and the reason why it's still such an important topic today because it's like we live in 2020, where you know you think everyone has equal rights, but you still got people around the world being punished and you know imprisoned for being who they are so i think that has a lot to do with it oh go ahead and it's controversial too because we also have a president who has actively rolled back you know obama era uh uh, obama era like uh protections regulations for like for example in the education department where they, Obama's, under his administration, he encouraged um, uh, the schools to support guidance and identities for their students, sexual identities for their students. And he rolled it out as, he got rid of that as like one of his first acts as president, which is kind of astonishing. Do you think him repealing some of these Obama era, era protections for LGBTQ persons is because of his own bias? I mean, do you think his administration is homophobic? I believe to a degree it is. I feel like um, maybe individuals they may not view, they may not be homophobic, but they're serving like the party, more like being conservative and supporting, you know, religious groups that, you know, support the Republican Party or President Trump. So I feel like it could be more like an appeasement thing as well for those those groups that support his administration and his, you know, his presidency. You had a very Christian upbringing, and you know That's the correct. Bible very well. That's correct. What are what are your thoughts on people using the Bible to justify why being gay or trans is wrong? How do I feel about them using it to justify this wrong, right or wrong? I mean, they take certain portions, certain texts of the Bible, I'm assuming, and use it to justify. But they're using the Bible to justify, and sometimes it leads to hatred. And so, you know, doesn't that, isn't that contradictory to what Jesus represented? Absolutely. It's very um, hypocritical that, you know, you know, the Bible preaches that to love thy neighbor and and stuff like that and people to this day even for like people who are not only gay but um immigrants you know searching for a safe place to live and people today are still discriminating against those people as well and minorities such as you know 
Latinos or African American people. So on one hand, they're like, oh yeah, let's love each other, but on the other hand, you know, they're using the Bible as like a weapon. Quite sickening. So let's transition to a more more personal questions for your own experience. Um, the Supreme Court case came to fruition because of the discrimination that a transgender person faced in the workplace. Have you ever just experienced discrimination because of your sexual orientation at work? Um, not exactly. However, I have felt like I should just keep to myself when it comes to the personal matters, such as that, like being gay, like announcing to everyone, oh, that I'm gay, like. I always felt like I had to keep it to myself and just kind of be, you know, run-of-the-mill person, not attract attention, stuff like that. So, you know, I didn't get passed up on promotions or something like that. But personally, I have not. Um, and actually, the CEO of my company uh, during Pride Month actually released a statement that saying that all LGBTQ employees are welcome at Rite Aid. And that really, like... I felt that, like, in my heart, like, that felt like I, I really enjoy working for this place. And they, they feel like, I feel like they, like, support me and they want me to work with them. And for yeah. Them. And so that was, you know, like, groundbreaking for a CEO to say, you know, to release a statement like that. So, yeah, that's great. So it's important for your workplace to make employees feel that they work in an inclusive environment, that they can be who they are. I know a lot of employers don't do that now. So Rite Aid taking that initiative to send that out shows that they're definitely trying to make, you know, the company inclusive and make employees know that they're welcome. So so that's great. Have you ever felt any discrimination from customers? You work in public service, so you deal with customers a lot. Have, have you ever had any customers in, like question you or not be receptive to you? Um... No, not really. Not nothing comes to mind. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, I, I mean, working in the customer service industry, you think you would, but like, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm just being be myself for the most part. I mean, the people are either friendly or they're not. But I've never really had someone come out and say, you know, I'm not shopping here because of because you're this way or that way or the other. Sure. Or you can argue with me. But no, I think we live in a time where it's more accepted, and I think that I think people in our generation, millennials, are very blessed for that. Yeah. Yes. You know, 50 years ago, that was unheard of. Like 50 years ago, there was no no one ever thought of having gay rights or fighting right. For, you know, make sure you know, fighting for rights for people who are transgender or whatever's going on. So, yeah. So I think we're pretty lucky in our generation. It seems to be that there's always a a group fighting for civil rights, you know, whether yeah. it was interracial couples in the 50s and fighting to, mm-hmm. to get married. And now I felt like it's LGBTQ fighting to... Um, well, marriage was already uh, ruled on, but like only five years ago. Like the yeah, fact yeah. that there's still these issues. Well, what's even more interesting is like in 2003 alone, sodomy was finally like ruled as like non-illegal, illegal. Like um, I guess having gay sex was finally legalized just in 2003 alone. Like it was just it just wasn't thought of. Like you know people weren't thinking about it so it's it's funny to think about little facts like that so yeah people may think that oh the fight for lgbtq 
you know, rights is over, but it's not. Because there's always going to be the fight against homophobia. Because it's always going to be around, no matter where you go. So Yes. Well, like you said, same thing with um, soldiers or, you know, the, the army and the armed forces. Or I think that uh, gay rights have has been a more quieter topic in some areas, such as hip-hop or sports or the armed forces. Those are areas that are often thought of or like no you can't be gay or whatever else so I'm really interested to see over the next few years once we start having more gay athletes football players basketball players um things like that you know how that changes the sports world absolutely that'd be a great thing to see in the future yeah well I'd like to thank you for sitting down with me and uh doing this interview is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know or any other comments you'd like to make um, nothing comes to mind, but thank you for having me. I really appreciate the time. No, I appreciate the time you took out tonight. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.